DJ TGIF. Pat, that's a cool name. You got three or four letters. Hey, man, it's your boy Waka Flocka. I'm in the building with DJ TGIF. I love, I love DJ TGIF. It's Big Sean, good music. I'm kicking it with my homie, that's right. My dog, man, TGIF. Man, you gotta let these fools know what it is, man. This, this, this is the hype life. What up, y'all? It's J. Cole, Cole World. I'm rocking out with my man, TGIF. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Mink Millie. Right here, kicking it with my dog, DJ TGIF. It's your boy Fresh Montana, right now you rockin' with DJ TGIF. Yo, this is Miguel and you are in the mix with my man TGIF. This Lupe Fiasco hanging out with TGIF. TGIF. This is the hype life. Yo, it's the Hype Life Podcast. Your man DJ TGIF is all the way in the building. This is episode four, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. I have a very special guest in the building today. She just announced that she's running for mayor and has a few minutes to sit down and talk to me about it. So definitely tune in, turn up. Carolyn McLaughlin is coming up right here on the Hype Life Podcast. I love DJ TGIF. I tried to drink it away. I tried to put one in the air. I tried to dance it away. I tried to change it with my hair. I wear my credit card below. Thought a new dress would make it. To work it away, but that just made me even sadder. I tried to keep myself busy, I ran around in circles. Think I made myself dizzy. I slept it away, I sexed it away, I read it away.
this is the hype life. <laughs> Tell me what you really like. Baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have to fight. Just take it step by step. I can see it in your eyes. Cause they never tell me lies. I can feel that body shake. And the heat between your legs. You've been scared of love and what it did to you. You don't have to run. I know what you've been through. Just a simple touch and it can set you free. We don't have to rush when you're alone with me. In the mix with DJ TGIF. This is the hype life. Downtown, <laughs> whipping on the radio. You got something that belongs to me. Your body language says it all. Despite the things you said to me. Is it just got you all gassed up? Yeah. Changing your opinion on me. I was only gone for the last few months. But you don't have the time to wait on me. Yeah. I tried with you. It's more to life than sleeping in and getting high with you. To let go of us, show myself what I could do And that just didn't sit right with you Yeah, and now you're trying to make me feel away On purpose Now you're throwing it back in my face On purpose Now you're talking down on my name On purpose Yeah, and you don't feel no way You think I deserve it Oh, oh, oh. 
special episode because I have a very special guest. I have current candidate for mayor of the city of Albany, Carolyn McLaughlin. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm fired up and ready to go. We've had a great day today with our announcement and we're ready to move forward. Yeah, you just announced today. Like, how does that feel? The energy that was in the room is so indicative of what we are looking for and to excite. I'm excited. So as a result, I know that we're ready to excite the people out in the community at the same level so that we can get this thing done. Uh, And so for the people who are listening in that may not know your history with politics in the city of Albany, so what's your background? Well, I'm an Albany native. Um, I did live away for a few years, and then I came back. And after coming back in 97, I ran for common council member representing the second ward, which is in the south end of Albany. And I represented the second ward for 12 years. That was three terms. And then after that, I decided to run for president. So I've been president of the Albany Common Council going into my eighth year. 
This is my second term, and that's a race that I had to run citywide. Wow, and so you represent the entire city of Albany. I represent the entire city of Albany right now. So what made you want to make that transition to running for mayor? Well, I believe when I, I talked about, you know, that's 20 years of experience I've had of working with um, that political structure on the Common Council. And then with my professional career, I retired for 29 years with the state of New York. So with that professional and political experience, it's just time to take all that experience, that knowledge, and those relationships, more importantly, and to take it to the next level. And let's see what we can do if we're at the helm or when we're at the helm right, right. of trying to um, move the city of Albany forward. All right. So what is the difference in level of decisions that you can make as mayor that you could not make as common council president? For one of the most stark differences is as council president, you don't even vote. You only vote in the instance that there's a tie. There's 15 members on the Common Council, and those members vote. Let's say somebody's absent or whatever, and there's a controversial vote, and it's 7-7. Then I get to break a tie. But that has never happened in the eight years that I've been president right. thus far. Um, and also, as I've, I like to tell people, as council president, I have a lot of influence. I can call people into a room. I can call people up on the phone, get their ear. But ultimately, when there are decisions that are going to be made about from hiring to um, contracts to people that get access to information, to giving directives to department heads, it rests with the mayor. Right. Talking with those individuals to try to convince them to ultimately come and invest in our city. It's the conversations that the mayor has that influences those things the most. So I want the opportunity to be that type of influencer that takes it to the next level and has the power to um, entice people, coerce people, to make that decision that is going to move them into the city of Albany, that entice our department heads when they make decisions, to make sure that those decisions are inclusive of everybody that's represented in the city of Albany. Okay, and I was listening to your campaign announcement, and you spoke a lot about investing uh, resources into the city, investing businesses into the city, and keeping the people who live in Albany interested in living in Albany. Can you speak uh, more to why that's such a point in your campaign? Well, it's so important because I think we have to change the image of Albany so that people have greater pride in the fact that they live here, that they grew up here, that they've chosen to make this their home. And one of the things that's so important, um, if we're going to talk about the future of the city, you can't have a transient community. You have mm -hmm. to have people who are going to stake down roots. And we have people such as yourself who um, grew up in Albany or came to Albany and went to school and are still here and have ideas and have ideas for businesses, have ideas for just community activities, for connecting people to business, for connecting community to government to business. And I think that we have got to forge relationships that enable you to have that business in Albany, that enable you to have that nonprofit that can thrive for your, the benefit of the organization and the people that they want to serve. To make sure that we are including everybody in decisions. And if you do that, people are going to stay because it's not just my city, but it's our city. Yeah, you feel more emotionally invested and because one of the things as far as young people, or people of color especially, that kind of get disheartened by the political process because they don't feel like they have a dog in the fight or a horse in the race and so they kind of become disinterested and don't participate. So how do we get people to participate. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you got interested in this last presidential campaign and were like really feeling the burn. Mm -hmm. 
And But those ideals that were put out there in the public in the front by um, Bernie Sanders, those issues are important right here. So to way to keep that energy and um, keep that interest that you all had, I'm here to say that I'm the person that I want you to connect with to make sure that those issues are addressed in the city of Albany. Right. Be it education, be it that entrepreneurial spirit that you have has to be cultivated. And there's room for that here in Albany. And we have got to take advantage of all that you bring. The millennial community is the largest community in this country. And that is not lost on Albany either. And I know I heard something a few months ago, a report that the Business Review had, that said that Albany is a mecca for millennials and it is the place to be. Yes, it is. But I want to make sure that that translates to all millennials because I have nieces and nephews who have given up mm. on Albany and said, I got to go. Right. And I that hurts me. Um, to, to hear that and whenever I have conversations with young adults who I know have gifts who have skills who have businesses that can make this city grow and say they're leaving I'm like no please just give me a chance just give me a chance to connect with you and I guarantee you working together we can make this the kind of city where you would be telling your friends to move to Albany right see I'm one of those people who have had thoughts about leaving Albany because in my field in entertainment it seems as if the city has a stigma against the type of music or events. I'm a hip-hop DJ. Mm -hmm. And so in the city of Albany, it feels like there's a stigma against or even a agenda against hip-hop events or hip-hop-centered mm -hmm. things. And so I came to a point where I was like, I might have to go to another market to survive in my field. And so how do we remedy that situation in Albany for myself and people who feel like myself? And you know, and, it, and it, that is a reality. I know it is. I've witnessed it myself. I've seen young people that experience that. And I think what it, communication. We have to maintain lines of communication, not where somebody is you under surveillance or somebody's police and everything that you do. But I think if we have continuous conversation within the community, with the, with the public safety community and within the, the music community, entertainment community. We have to have constant conversation so that people will understand that everybody is not setting out to do something bad. And I think we've got to dispel that image that our young people cannot congregate and do something positive in the city of Albany. Because by not allowing you, you've worked all week, you've contributed to society, and you want to let your hair down, you want to be entertained, you should have that out. This is your city too. And I think that we should not out of hand just say that that event can't take place. Communication. So I believe that keep the lines of communication open and then we have to give it the opportunity to own your own business own your own place of entertainment so you don't always have to go to someone who feels like their place is at risk but as time goes by it's about the bottom line right mm -hmm. we have to convince and demonstrate to the entertainment community here that you are losing business because these are young people who have disposable income all they want is the right to be entertained in their own city that they're paying taxes in, that they're working in, that they are contributing to the other thriving businesses. So we have to work together 
And I talked earlier also too about how when we deal with public safety, we have to be accountable to each other. If you see something, you say something. Mm -hmm. So everybody is responsible to making sure that we, wherever we go, we can be in a safe environment. Right. So if you go out to be entertained, you don't want to be worried about, is this a good place to go? We're going to do it together to ensure that. But you can't just write off a whole segment of the community. And that is what has happened. And we got to change that. And I hope to have the opportunity, even before this election is over, to begin those conversations right. to um, make sure that something happens. And you definitely brought up a point that is a very valid point in the, the realm of this conversation about if you see something, say something. Um, I believe in the community that there's a uh, no snitching kind of policy. And honestly... For me, that's done a lot more harm than good. There's there's a disconnect between the black community and police department because of that, and there's no trust on either side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now, because there's no communication, we're all getting over-policed, and honestly, as far as me being selfish, it's messed up a lot of my money. It's messed up a whole lot of that because if you can't identify the problem by singling out the problem people, then the whole scene gets the stigma. The whole scene suffers because you can't pinpoint one person, so you pinpoint hip-hop music. These things happen Mm -hmm. at hip-hop events, so no hip-hop events. And like that's literally the only option you give by not participating and protecting your own things. And that's really unfortunate. I think it's out of balance because there are things happening at other events Of course, of course. And you don't hear about but that's because it's designed that way. Mm -hmm. And I know that. If people are not in touch with an inclusive community, they might be led to believe that it only happens over here. But we got to change that because that is not the case. Because things are going on down on North Pearl Street right now, and we aren't even there. Right. That's a message that everybody throughout the community would like to be able to hear. Because I'm telling you, when people think of Albany, they don't just think of the South End. So if you live in Pine Hills, if you live in Arbor Hill or North Albany, you live in Bishop's Gate, you live in the Buckingham Pond area. We're all grouped together. So I've always said, so goes the South End, so goes Arbor Hill, so goes the whole city of Albany. I'm at a point where I want everybody to have the same level of pride. When they say, I live in Albany, New York, people will be able to say, God, there's some good things happening over there for everybody. Things have changed. And I want to be in partnership with folks like yourself, who I know are the present and the future of the city of Albany. I just got to shut the gate so you can't get, keep getting out. Right. And, that's what I, <laughs> and the way I do that is just partner with you. And when you start stepping forward, I'm going to pull you back. <laughs> Absolutely. You did speak a lot on inclusion. Being a, a black female candidate for mayor of the city of Albany, how do you make sure to include white people like we we don't want to make it a white versus black race oh no not at all and as i've stated one of the main things i want to be the mayor of of everybody but i will not forsake my base absolutely i mean this is the community that i grew up in and i'd like to think that i've represented well but i have also like i said i've been president of the common council ran two citywide races so i had to appeal to the whole city and i will continue to do that because it's the partnerships that have to take place come from all over the city in order for it to grow the people that run these businesses they need our business we live on another side of town you're another community group we have to work together i'm a candidate for mayor it 
I'm a woman and I happen to be African-American, but I'm a candidate for mayor of Albany, New York. And that's the first thing you need to say. And with that, when I go to the door, people will see for themselves who I am, what I look like. I want people to listen and see what I've done in the past as an indication of what I'd like to be able to do in the future. I'm going praise him, praise him till I'm gone. The blessings go up. The blessings come down. When the praises go up. I love DJ TGIF. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. I don't make songs for free, I make them for freedom Don't believe in kings, believe in the kingdom Chisel me into stone prayer, whistle me into song air Dying laughing with Krillin saying something about blonde hair Jesus black life ain't matter, I know I talk to his daddy Say you the man of the house now, look out for your family He has ordered my steps, gave me a sword with a crest And gave Donnie a trump in case I get shortness of breath Don't be mad. I'm gone. Praise him. Praise him till I'm gone. When the praises go up. Good God. The blessings come down. Good God. When the praises go up. Oh. Good God. The blessings come down. The blessings come down. When the praises go up. This is the hype life. <laughs> From the 
lot of money, told him for Praising God while I'm whipping in that holy school Stayed away about my city, can't get rich at home Too much shit to like that you can only know on road It was niggas talking down, but look who won in prison They was throwing shade just to fix my summer flags We been on the way, but they know what's coming next She left out with you on me the way you want to change Every day I'm counting up, cause anyone could be my last Had to learn to run alone, only way to lead the pack I went to penthouse crib, the one with the birds out of you He said that we go way, way back, them ain't the words I true Everything, they came overnight, so they know the game They don't know the price, I can't shut my eyes on these addies at Rub up and fill up, kiss up and rub up and fill up on you. Give you some time to prove that I can trust you. Again, I'm gonna kiss up and rub up and fill up, kiss up and rub up and fill up on you all night. Lightning bugs when the plague hit the backyard Had to come in that dark Cause the big shorties act hard Okay, now they grandpa grand crossing First day, niggas shooting Summer school get to losing students But the CPD getting new recruitment I summer don't, I summer, I summer Don't get no shine no more I summer die, I summer time Don't got no time no more Some friends don't stay Some friends just stay Since I called on a friend 
fucked up and fuck all my friends. gears a little bit um something more lighthearted. Mm -hmm. the glasses the red glasses this is like a, a signature of yours where did that come from i think i hit an age of which i won't say what it was because i don't remember when i decided that you know i i've been wearing glasses um since i was about 40 that, that's when it happened so if you don't wear them now just you know might happen <laughs> and i remember as a kid teasing my father because he started wearing glasses when he was 40 and i thought it was the strangest thing now you wear glasses but then it happened to me and then i wore glasses i you know glasses fashion piece and then i don't know maybe six years ago i decided i'm getting some red glasses and I've been doing it ever since, and I get glasses every year, and I get another pair of red glasses, and I've decided that uh, everybody needs a brand. Mm -hmm. That's mine, the red glasses. The red glasses, we see it on your uh, campaign materials, and uh, I think it's a nice aesthetic so we can see the future evolving. Right, and that's exactly it, because I want people to understand that when I'm looking through these red glasses, I see you. I see you and you're significant to me. And then when I'm looking at you, I'm listening to what you have to say. And I'm a caring, compassionate person and I bring a lot of passion to what I'm doing in this work. And I want you to know that when I see you, I'm gonna to respond to you ultimately. So that if I can help you, I'm gonna do whatever I can to do that. If I don't have the answer, I will go and try to find it and point you in the right direction. And I won't, I won't solve it for you, but I will make sure that you know what systems are in place so that you can get the answer for yourself because I'm not going to be on the scene all the time. So that means that if I give you the knowledge that you need to manipulate all these systems, be they on a statewide level, county level, city level, then you know how to go and tap, knock on that door, call that person and say, I know the answer for my services right here. What are you going to do for me? It's about educating you. After I'm looking at you, responding to your needs and equipping you to help us move the city forward. And that's one thing I definitely like about you because uh, if you don't have the exact solution, you're willing to help find it, but you don't give an answer that you don't believe in. You always give an honest response. The effort is always there and the like transparency on what you can and can't do or what you're willing to do mm -hmm. to help people get what they need to get. Because I try not to, um, I don't promise people anything other than that I'll work as hard as I can. And I'm not out here trying to cut deals with people, say, you do this, then we'll do this. No. What I'm trying to do is say, working together, we can make things happen. Because we together can go knock on that door. We together can appeal to people who have resources. We together can appeal to those individuals who are looking to invest in the city of Albany so that they invest in all of us, not just in one neighborhood, but invest. When you make an investment in Albany, you are being inclusive of everyone. When decisions are made in Albany, they take into consideration every neighborhood in the city of Albany. But I got to do that with a team. And the team comes from the community. Right. So moving forward, uh, what do you think the biggest challenge of the race is going to be? 
the the biggest challenge is going to be raising funds. This is, you know, it could cost maybe $250,000. That's the biggest challenge for me. For any candidate, normally that's raising the money. So what we want to do, we want to educate people to, to the point that if you want to see change, I mean, we watched the presidential campaigns, the millions, always even over a billion dollars put into presidential campaigns. So that billion is like that $250,000 here that we need to run a credible campaign to get our message out. And that's something throughout the city, people have to be educated as to where your dollar goes. That mail that comes into your home, a mailer across the city of Albany could cost $6,000. If you want to do six mailers, that's $36,000. That has to be raised just for that. Then you got to get somebody to design all of that. If you want to be on radio, you want to be on TV, that costs money. For the 30 seconds, could cost you $20,000 for 50 hits of that. You know, so for 30 seconds. You know, so it caught, money goes in and money, money comes in and money goes out. But it's to get the message out because you're that important. Because if you don't know what I'm trying to do, then you can't make the decision to vote for me. So the biggest challenge is raising the money. And then the next is we want to just make sure that what's linked to that is how are we going to educate the people? Mm-hmm. That this is an election that you have got to participate in. Because, you know, we have a history of people not participating. You have 50% of the people who are eligible to vote who are registered. Then you only get 50% of those or less when they're registered even coming out to vote. Then when you look in in certain neighborhoods, those numbers are even lower. You get maybe 30%. We need to up those numbers to make this happen. And that's where you come into play. That's where, you know, your family members, we have to connect the dots educate people and let them know this is an election that you don't want to sit out. After what happened um, in November, mm-hmm. if you are still feeling like something went bad in November, here's a way to regroup from that and get involved in what's happening on the local level. Not only in this race, because there are judicial races that are coming up in the city of Albany that are so important. And we will be electing three city court judges in the city of Albany this year as well. Wow. And you don't want to miss out on that either. Because if you look around at the people who are going through the court system, there are sometimes people who are the least, the lost, and the left out. And they're desperate sometimes with some of the bad decisions that they make. But if they go into a court system, they still need to be heard and supported by a system of their peers. And they need to be able to go into a court system and see somebody that looks like them that may have some sensitivity to the issues that they went through. But just excellent judges who understand that they too are there to mete out justice for everybody. So as important as my race is for mayor, those races are also equally important. That was one of the things that I uh, I know I spoke to in my social media after November. I feel like people need to focus in on local government, local politics, because the change that you want, especially immediately around you, all of that happens at the local level. So your county legislators, your mm-hmm. judges, your mayor, if you want to see a change literally on the front of your doorstep, you really have to get involved in local government. And you have an easier time to hold me accountable because you're likely to see me every day. Right. You can come to the office. You can knock on my door. You can call me. And those are the other. And your council member, the same thing. We are right here with you. Our um, county legislator, the higher up you go, the gap between you and that leader gets um, wider and wider. But here at the local level, you have the opportunity. You might see me in the grocery store, at the bank, at church, wherever. 
and I'm always on. I always got to be available to you. So you really need to see the impact of your vote and the fact that you can touch people. I mean, that's why it's so important to me as I move around this city that I grew up in, that I invested a lot of time and energy into these neighborhoods, trying to make them look better, trying to provide an atmosphere where people feel safe and proud of where they live. I'm about telling the story of Albany over the next nine months so that it is a place that people will say, oh, I want to move there. And I'm going to say, well, you already live there. (laughs) You already live there. All we want to do is just make this the place that people will understand. Albany is a special place. We got a lot of history here, and we're about to make some new history. Absolutely. And everybody's going to be a part of it. This is the hype life. <laughs> I come to get down. Everybody get up. Yeah. Don't fight the fire when it hits you. Do it to you. Get you enough. That's why I say get up. Why you say get up? Don't fight the fire when it hits you. Do it to you. Get you enough. Yeah, shaking what your mama gave you. You got to act right. I should nominate you.
in the mix with DJ TGIF. This, this is the hype life. <laughs> I gave you the best that you ever had. Gave you one dose and got you addicted. I can own that all night, all day. Sell your own, my pick you're so delicious. Last night we had a good time getting faded. Wake up in the morning, you was gone. It's been on my brain all day, replaying. Like we had it on record. I'm missing a minute. I take plenty of chances. My love for you is bigger than a mansion. More than you imagine. I want all of them kisses Mistletoe before Christmas If you ain't got it, don't get it If you got time, it's no limit Won't you give me something That I Two 
You sipping, now you want to trip me, fella. You not a drinker. I can see it all in your leg, big fella. You wobbly, big fella. You finna fall. This, this, this is the hype life. <laughs> Everybody outside wanna pull up outside all night though. Everybody high five, everybody wanna smile, everybody wanna lie, that's nice though. Oh now you wanna chill, oh now you wanna build, oh now you got the build, that's cool though. Oh now you got the gas, oh now you wanna laugh, oh now you need a cab, that's true though. All you do is talk, I ain't got say. Can't no one get in my car, I don't even ballet. Long discussions, oh you my cousin. No, you wasn't. You just wanna ride. You just wanna talk about politics, Chicago, rock shit. Start dancing. I'm one of the people who say that Albany is a beautiful place if you're looking for it. Like mm -hmm. A lot of people find reasons to not see it, but if you're looking for the beauty in Albany, it's right in front of mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Where does your pride in Albany come from? Well, it, it comes from the fact that I lived on, I grew up in the South End and I grew up in Arbor Hill. So my parents had a grocery store for 20 years at the corner of Myrtle and Phillips Street, over 20 years. And it was like a center of the neighborhood where people came, where my parents taught me how to be friendly to people and taught me how to be compassionate toward people and taught me how to share. Because I'll never forget the many times people would come into that store and people, they didn't have enough money. Or they would ask my father, can I pay you next week? And especially where children were involved. He would open the door and say, all right, I'm gonna give you this and I'm gonna trust you. I'm going to trust you. People paid. If they said they're coming back next week, they came back next week. And at one point, we had a fire in the store. And the record that my father had for what people owed got burned up. People still came back and paid. Wow. So it was that kind of pride. And I know, I can see my mother running that story after my father passed away. Two people that didn't graduate from high school came here from Mississippi and raised a family of eight children. Five of us went through college um, based on that store. Wow. You know, so much was given to me. My church community, after school programs that I participated in, all that was deposited in me when I was a youth and a young adult so that I could be sitting where I'm sitting now to make sure that those things, it wasn't just for that time, but it's for a time now too, where people feel that they're appreciated and they have an opportunity for a bright future coming out of Albany. So a lot has been deposited into you and you feel like you need to give Absolutely. That. That's the time, that's where I'm at in my life right now, where what I've experienced, what I've lived, what I've benefited from, it's now time, I've been paying it forward all the way, but now is the time for me to educate the next generation so that they too can not have to start where I started, mm. but can climb on my shoulders and move forward. And go to the next level. And go to the next level. I like that because um I feel like there's this thing about like when people ascend to a certain level they kind of hold the information to themselves even in my profession with DJing and music and being a, a, an influence in the community it's like you get these things so you can pass them on 
so people can accomplish more. Um, exactly. Because you've been blessed not just for you, but you are supposed to be the vehicle through which other people can be blessed. It's because of what you have that you're now responsible for somebody else. And if you don't look at it that way, then that's very selfish. And why would you want to want it to stop with you? You don't want I don't want this to stop with me. It's all for naught as far as I'm concerned. I just feel like if I identify your talent and I identify the talent of five other people over there, I'm secure enough in myself that I can reach out to you and say, I need what you have and what we do together will take us even further. And that's that, that to me is a lesson of leadership that I know that I had to learn over time. I didn't start out like that. But until I got confident enough in what I was doing and the skills that I have, I could look at your skills, not be jealous, but say, that person needs to be on my team. You got to build that team of experts. And I'm staying in my lane. I know what I do. I know what you do. And I'm going to let you stay in your lane. And together there will be no conflict because we're all being appreciated for what we bring to the table individually to accomplish that collective goal. It was beautiful. The next group of young politicians, how do we find them? And Or some, let's say someone's listening right now and they want to get into politics. Where do they start? The best way to get involved is to work on somebody else's campaign. Get involved in a campaign. Find somebody that you believe in and get in there and sit from the ground up and see what it takes. And you'll find out, is this something I really want to do? Do I want to be, you know, the behind the scenes person? Um, how do I amass this team of influence that I need to move forward? When my first campaign, I picked five girlfriends. And we sat around my dining room table and we crafted a campaign. But this was because I'd worked on somebody else's campaign. So I knew what to do. But you learn by doing. I don't care what it is. But if you want to get involved in politics and don't wait until you're 30 or 40 years to do it. Do it now. Get involved with somebody's campaign on the local level and watch what it takes for them to succeed at what they're doing. And then sometimes people lose. But still you learn lessons in that as well. But it's because there's a system, it's, it's, there's a science to this thing. It's not a popularity contest. It goes much, you have to endear yourself to people and you have to have good interpersonal skills. But those other things that a lot of people don't see that make these things happen, that you gotta get in there and do the grunt work, be a part of it. And I guarantee you, it's some of the most satisfying work that you could ever get involved in. I believe that, I believe that. Back to your plan as mayor for the city of Albany. What's a few things that you can let people know about what you want to change? Well, I want to change the, when we talk about the diversity of the city, I want that to move just beyond diversity to inclusiveness. Because I can, we can sit here and have 10 people in the room and they're all different. We're, it's a diverse room. But is everybody included in the decision making? If they're not, then all you've got is a group of different people in a room. So I'm talking about moving from diversity to inclusivity. And that goes from jobs in the city. That goes in terms of leadership in the city. That goes in terms of boards that are in the city. Making sure that the diverse community that we have, Albany's becoming an international city. Mm -hmm. um, I believe at the high school, they've got 58 languages 
that are represented in Albany High School. So that tells me that's the future sitting in high school and you have all those different cultures that are represented there and you've got to connect the dot because you cannot think that it's always going to look like it's looking right now because this city doesn't look like it looked when I was in high school. Right. So the, the needs are different. Um, the expectations are different. I think that um, what I want to do is make sure that everybody feels connected. Set up committees that foster the opportunity for people to make suggestions on how they think the city should be moving forward in terms of entertainment and in terms of after school programs for our children in terms of how are we going to move forward and making sure that we are a city that is connected I'm, I'm looking at how we're recording this conversation and I'm concerned that there are certain neighborhoods that wouldn't be able to hear this because of the lack of broadband in their neighborhoods. Right. So we've got to make sure that Albany becomes a city of the 21st century as it relates to technology. So we've got to move that conversation forward. And that leads to the economic development of the city. It's going to connect people to information that they were not able to get before. And then you think about, I know you have to drive from here to Boston. Mm -hmm. We can connect to Boston connect to Montreal, connect to New York City in a faster, easier way so that that provides access to information, access to economic development opportunities, access to business opportunities that don't currently do not exist. So those that's another issue that I, that I want to move forward. I want to see something happen on South Pearl Street, all the way to North Pearl, in terms of filling up these vacant buildings right. with businesses from people who not only live in the city of Albany that have businesses that services that we need but also attracting others into the city and investing and right so I saw that if you live in Albany you know that they've been building a convention center but if you don't know uh, don't live in Albany you may not know but they've built a really <clears throat> large convention center that's going to attract people from all over the country all over the globe through you know conventions and gatherings or meetings or whatever but when these people come into the city of Albany, they go to the convention center, they do their convention, they do their thing, and then they leave that building, there's mm -hmm. nothing for them on that South Pearl Street, North Pearl Street. There are no businesses, there are no attractions. Mm -hmm. Like We missed the boat somewhere. We've been talking about this convention center for at least 10 years. Right. At least. So now it's going to open in less than 90 days. And you're still looking at vacant buildings. They come out of the building, they're going east or west, north or south. What are they going to see? We've had 10 years to build up downtown Albany such that people, when I, when I go travel, I go to conferences, and when I come out of a convention, I don't stay inside the convention hall all day. When I go down the street within walking distance, I want to be able to go bring something home that was unique to that city. There's opportunities for all kinds of shops on State Street, on Eagle Street, on Pearl Street. We gotta change that, but it's gonna take somebody like you. It's going to take somebody with that entrepreneurial spirit to take a chance on Albany because your targeted audience is coming. They're coming and it's up to us to make sure that we get that message out to people. So if you have the resources and you want to open a business, the city of Albany is open for business. And there are individuals that you need to reach out to in downtown Albany. Because I don't want people to stay inside 
Because right. you can. Once that convention center is built, you will be able to go from Pearl Street all the way to Swan Street and never come outside. Right. We don't want that. We have a lot for people to see, but we also want to make sure that um, they get an opportunity to share in our rich history, but also to, you know, drop some of that money in the city of Albany. Right, because <laughs> so many people live or work in the city of Albany that don't live in the city of Albany, so we lose money in Absolutely. taxes. and 60,000 people a day. This city swells by people who work for the state in our hospitals in our colleges and universities. People come here every day and a fair percentage of those folks have access or walking downtown. And we're missing a golden opportunity. They're taking that paycheck and getting on the North Way, hmm. getting on I-90 and saying bye, but I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> right. So we got to make sure that they stay here long enough to deposit some of those resources in our city. But uh, more importantly, that we have services and things that that they can buy here. That they're attracted to. That they're attracted to. We got to build. We do. We've done a great job. We got some nice restaurants downtown. We can have more novelty shops. We can have more. When people leave Albany, they should be taking a little piece of Albany home with them. But we got to make it available to them. You know what we need? We need an official color. We don't, we don't have a color. Like, we don't have an official team jersey or something. Like, uh, like when you go to Syracuse, everybody's wearing orange. orange. Everybody's wearing orange. And so we need, like, certain things that are specific to us to build a culture around. And there's certain things like, uh, like the egg. The egg is Albany. You know what I mean? That plaza, that mm -hmm. plaza should be alive all the time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i know it's where a lot of the state workers work and it looks lively when they're there and they have the food trucks but those things aren't accessible to the residents of albany when those people those state workers yeah. are going to east greenbush or going wherever they getting on the north way getting on i-90 they leave the city of albany after five o'clock or four thirty. Mm -hmm. yeah and what about those of us who are left behind right and those things should be thriving albany shouldn't shut down at five o'clock right and that's what happened when the last bus rolls up washington avenue or, or um, rolls up Central Avenue on the way out. It's almost like let the last person shut out the lights. What about those of us that stay here? And I think that um, that's an opportunity that businesses are missing. Um, we're missing out on the ones that are coming in temporarily during the day. But those of us that are here, we want the same things that somebody that's living out in the suburbs want. We want them conveniently right here. We There are a number of beautiful apartments that have come online and are coming online in downtown Albany. But those people, they've got nice apartments, nice places to live. They need a nice grocery store where they can get fresh vegetables, where they can get, so they don't have to get in their car and drive 20 miles to go to the grocery store, to get some little incidental things that they want to pick up. We need another access in our neighborhoods, like, let's see, South End, Arbor Hill, Westdale Food Deserts, because all we have are corner stores. They provide a great service, but at the same time, we need someone to come into Albany and be willing to invest in a mid-sized market in these neighborhoods where people can get all the things that they need without having to pay cab fare on limited resources already that they have to spend um, for food. 
that's the thing, another thing that we will be working towards to make sure that we can attract businesses like that into this, into our neighborhoods. Every neighborhood should have a viable grocery store where they can get everything they need but not have to spend half their paycheck for it. Yeah, I like it because um, I feel like there's a lot of, like, being from Albany and being proud to be from Albany, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of space and opportunity for growth and not enough action towards growth. Like, we're missing or dropping the ball or just, like, not going after the thing that's right in front of us. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has potential to be a really, really thriving place, but there has to be, like, a collective understanding that it's possible and right i want you to know that i mean i and i understand a lot of people don't see it for themselves and that's the problem what we hope to cultivate through our campaign and then ultimately accomplish is that we're going to let people know that you can dream and those dreams can become a reality but for so many people it's hard to have that dream because of what is around them, because of negative experiences that they've had. But if you can think it, if you can dream it, then it's possible. That sounds trite, um, but it's the truth because it starts in your mind. I had to start thinking first that I could be mayor of Albany. And then if you think it and feed that idea, if you have if you have an idea for a business, if you want to own your own radio station, you got to think it first. And then you got to do the work. You got to do the work. And I guarantee you, this is what I find. Whenever you do the work, somebody's watching. How much do you want your own dream? And then if you're willing to invest your own time and energy and resources and people see that, then they're going to come and invest in you also because they know it's not going to be a wasted investment because you are willing to do the work. And that's, you know, connecting with one another. Like, there's a lot of organizations in the community because people are trying to create what they are looking for. But we can get oversaturated with this organization, this one, this one, and this one. All trying to go in the same direction, but choosing a different way to get there. But sometime or another, you've got to meet and everybody come together. It'll make it easier for the individual, and then collectively, you can achieve the goal uh, more efficiently and faster. And I think that's where people have to get that vision. You're not in this alone. That's the point I'm trying to make. You don't have to do it by yourself. And that's why I this campaign, I know I can't do it by myself. So everybody uh, from every segment of the community is going to be required. We're going to need them to put their hand in to help make it happen. Try not to let it build up I'm too high and too better, too much 
So I let it go, let it go, let it go. I ran into this girl, she said, Why you always blame it? Why you can't just face it? Why you always gotta be so mad? Be mad, be mad. Be mad. Why you always talking shit? Always be complaining. Why you always gotta be? Why you always gotta be so mad? I got a lot to be mad about. And daddy's Jaguar Too many white lies and white lines Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends Start my day up on the roof There's nothing like this type of view Point the clicker at the tube I prefer expensive news New car, new girl, new ice, new glass, new watch, good times, baby. It's good times, yeah. She washed my back three times a day. This shower had feels so amazing. We'll both be high. The help don't stare. They just walk by. They must don't care. A million one, a million two. Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms The maids come around too much Parents ain't around enough Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar Too many white lies and white lines Super rich kids with nothing but loose 
with nothing but fake, 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 fake. Live in the mix with DJ TGIF.
How do the people get a hold of you? Because the announcement is today, but the election is not till when? The election is September 12th, um, 2017. But I guarantee you, we've been working for three months, you know, putting our infrastructure together. Um, we're located at 153 South Pearl Street. Um, our phone number is 518-729-5233 or 518-729-5277. Um, we are at carolyn4albany.com. Our website, wwwcarolyn 4 Albany.com and just stop by. We're open every day. We're there to hear from you. Dial those numbers. If someone's not there, we have an answer machine. We will get back to you. If anyone who signs up, to, if we see you in the grocery store and you say, I want to help, and we take your information, you can bet on it. Somebody will be reaching out to you. Really accessible. Like I said, um, thank you for like calling on me to uh, just, uh, just talk with you because that's all it took for me to get behind you. Just speaking with you was all I needed was like, yes, uh, I, that's somebody that I can get behind that I can stand behind because of how genuine you are uh, because of how straightforward you are because of how passionate you are about the city of Albany and that's something that I can get behind because I'm passionate about the city of mm -hmm. Albany because I, I don't really care what your agenda is unless you have a genuine respect for this community and that is something that I believe you have and I know that I knew that I had to reach out to you and those that you represent just like I mean we're different generation but I know that we all have to live here together cohesively and I respect what you represent and I need your ideas can't just be my ideas so I've learned so much in the last month listening to younger people and what they see, the vision that they have for the city of Albany. And I have to couple that with what my vision is. And that is what we're gonna put out there. What I, I will see, I will hear, and we'll collaborate together. And um, it's gonna take all of us to do it. So what you represent, what you bring to the table is so important. And I believe in just being authentic with people. What you see is what you get from me. I'm not trying to be somebody else. This is who I have been up to this point and I'm not gonna let this race change me. It's only gonna enhance what I, I what I think I bring to the table. And now that I got some new friends, I got some <laughs> young energy, I got, th th there is no stopping us now. We're going to do it. Absolutely. We're going to do it. Um, and last but not least, I wanted to talk about some music. What do you like? I like soft jazz. I like John Legend. I like gospel. And I like this, tell you the truth, I was, this morning we were listening to um, Hezekiah Walker, Things Are Gonna Get Better. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not your traditional gospel. Um, there is a marriage there. I think of a little bit of hip-hop, a little bit of rock, a little bit of jazz, all and gospel together. Right. And anything that gets me moving and energized, because there's, at times, you know, you come home and you just want to relax, you need some soothing music. Then other times you need something to get you going. Right. So I don't listen to, um, I don't listen to a lot of rap unless I can hear what understand what they're saying. <laughs> right, right, right. I need I to understand what they're saying. <laughs> so if somebody could translate translate, then I can get it. I could do that for you. Yeah. I could be a liaison. Yeah. As long as I know what they're saying. Because you know what? You do get used to the beat. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I want to know what I'm I don't want to be bouncing to something like, do you know what they're and, saying? And just zoning out, right? <laughs> <laughs> somebody tell me, 
uh, auntie, like my niece, do you know what the, you know what that is? Because like sometimes they get in the car with me, and they'll be like, oh no, auntie, do, 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 do you know about that? Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they keep me young. They keep me in tune to to what's going on. I mean, I have nieces and nephews that range from eight months old to forty years old. So. Right. Um, you know, three generations of nieces and nephews. I don't have any children of my own. They keep me in. Is that those. because of the work? I think so. Doing the work in the city yeah. of Albany are your children? Yeah, I think so. Because you got to have time. I tell people if I had somebody or a dog or a cat at home, they'd be gone. Because by the time I get there, you know, it's a little late. <laughs> right. I didn't feed them. I didn't <laughs> give them any water. <laughs> right, right, right. That kind of thing. But I feel like what I do around the city really gives me a lot of satisfaction. And I'm able to touch other people's lives. And, you know, it's for the last 10 years or so, a little less than that, maybe almost coming up on 10, I give a scholarship to a high school graduate nice. um, from the city of Albany, um, no matter what school, um, in, in memory of my mother, who I thought was a renaissance woman, who worked all her life with my father to raise our family, and then she just loved to travel. She would do things um, independently. <clears throat> so um, she passed away in 2002, so I established a scholarship in her name. And, and what's uh, the name of the scholarship? It's the Vidi Lee McLaughlin Scholarship. Memorial Scholarship, and I do that. I have done it through the Black Women's Association of Albany. That's amazing. And so I, I look forward to your campaign and uh, seeing how it's unfolding. I, f I look forward to helping with it. Uh, and I look forward to the future of Albany with you as the mayor of Albany. Well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to interact with you. And I look forward to, you know, us doing so much more together um, and moving the city forward. Well, that's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Hype Life Podcast. I know my God is great. Good Lord. 
smile on my face Time to stop my day I woke up today I know my God is great Smile on my face Time to stop my day I woke up today I know my God is great Smile on my face Time to stop my day I woke up today I know my God is great Smile on my face Time to stop my day I woke up today I know my God is great Smile on my face Time to stop my day